Baruch Hashem, Mishnah Torah, Hilchah Shavuos, the laws of oaths, Pedic Ches, the eighth chapter, Pedic Shmini, the eighth chapter. Yesterday's Pedic, we learned all about the details of Shavuos HaPikodon, when somebody swears falsely to deny owing money to somebody else. And today, yesterday the Ramam gave us the, the rules, the ground rules. Today the Ramam is going to go into many different scenarios and uh, details. Halacha Aleph. Hagoinev shoidoi shalchaveiroi. Somebody stole another fellow's ox, and he slaughtered it. Or he sold it. And we know the rules are, if you do such a thing, you have to pay back four or five times the amount. Now the owner of the ox comes to, comes to collect, he comes to put a claim and he says to him, You stole my ox, and you slaughtered it, or you sold it. And he says, I admit, guilty as charged, I stole it. However, However, I did not slaughter it. And I did not sell it. And he swore falsely to that effect. And then he admitted, He is not liable for Shavuos HaPikodin. Why not? The Gneva, to pay back the principal, that he admits. That's the moment, that's the money. He's not denying that he owes the money. What is he denying? He's denying that he owes the knas. Knas is punitive damages, money that he has to pay, which does not match the crime. It's either more or less than the money that was uh, ruined, money that was uh, destroyed. Since paying back four or five times to the ox is a knas, he's denying knas, and he doesn't have to, it's not a shuras of doesn't apply as we once mentioned already yesterday. As we explained, so what the conclusion of the idea is, so this individual is like someone who did not, he, he did not deny owing money. Because he did not deny owing money, he only denied owing knas, part of the shuras However, the Chayev Shvuas Bitoi, he is Chayev Shvuas Bitoi, he is Shvua for making a false Shvua. Shainish Baal Shekha Shaloi Tavach Mu Tavach, because he swore falsely that he didn't shecht, he didn't slaughter, and he really did slaughter. That's Allah Ha'al. Allah Ha'al, another story, Mechaynei Malachavayri. A person tells another fellow, Hey, Mishrachas Avdi, your ox. Caused the death of my slave. Now, the rule is in Chumash that in such a case, the owner of the ox would have to pay the owner of the, of the Evid 30 shkalim, the din of Knas. 
even if it doesn't matter how much the Evid is worth, he has to pay him 30 shkalim. Because, and he denied it, Benish Bani swore. Or Evid, another story. A slave, when you say Evid in this, in this uh, context, we're talking about Evid Kanani. Evid Shatobarabai. A servant that came to put a claim against his master, the Almighty says, He paltoshini visimizaini. You knocked out my tooth, or you knocked out my eye. And the halacha is, if he knocks out the tooth of the eye of this slave, the slave goes free, which that is an idea of knas, it's not money. Because, and he denied it and he swore, Potemishwar Sapikot. He is exempt from the owner swore if he would have admitted to the claim of the person that said your axe killed my Eved or the Eved that said you knocked out my eye if he would admit he would not pay because it is a Knaz and a person doesn't pay Knaz on his own admission. In order to pay Knaz you have to be brought by witnesses have to come and and, and bring that case against you. If you admit, you don't get the knas. But in any case, he is culpable for swearing falsely. So too, any analogous case. What's the story? Somebody... The, the plaintiff came and he held large the complaint against another fellow in something where there is knas money involved which he would not be liable to pay if he admits as we explained above and there's also in addition to the knas amount there's also a monetary amount which he would have to pay even if he admits and now he denied the whole entire story knas and money in hand everything he, he, he denied and he swore even though he denied knas, but look at the other side, he denied also money. Kate said, what would be the scenario? He came and lodged a complaint. He said, You have either raped or seduced my daughter, whatever the claim is. Now, if someone rapes a, a daughter, they have to be, pay boishis and tsar and pegam and, and, and knas. There's a whole bunch of things that some of it's knas and some of it's moment. Or piti sabiti, you seduced my daughter. Over there also, there's both money and knas involved. Who Amarni says, So he swears that it's not the case. He is liable for Shvuas Even though the Knas amount, he would not have to pay if he admitted the 50 Shkolim which the Torah prescribes as Knas. That he wouldn't pay. But nevertheless, He would have to pay the amount of the embarrassment that the girl received, endured and the Pagam that she endured. So that he would have to pay, which is like a money, moment, that's money, it's not a knas, that we have to evaluate according to her uh, situation. Why is this money when we know from Chumash that it's a capital offense? This is, what's a capital offense? Dina was raped. 
they were permitted to kill Shechem. That's that's a totally that's not in this context. It's I hear what you're saying, but it's not it doesn't fit in this context. Um, it's a different. Uh, if somebody rapes or seduces a girl, the Torah does not put the capital punishment unless she was a married woman. There's a knas and other punishments involved, but not, not death punishment. So never, so he says that since he would have to pay the boishes begam, therefore it's considered also money. Somebody tells another person, he brings a complaint, you stole my ox. Now if you steal somebody's ox, he has to pay, right? He has to pay, and he has to pay double. He says, I didn't steal your ox. And he swore falsely. He is higher for the Shuas Bikadon. Even though he won't have to pay the amount which is called Kefal, the double in his admission, Misham, who is a canon by Dossi, the principal you would have to pay on his admission. Somebody tells another person he has a complaint. You caused an injury to me. And he says, I did not do it. Hey, Mishar, the complaint was that your ox killed my ox. And he says, Hey, Mishar, did not. And he swore. He is liable for Why? Because if he would admit, he would be obligated to pay. Interesting case. He gave an axe to a person to watch for him. As a shaymer chinam, in other words, the guard is watching it, but no, he's not getting any money for it. He's watching it for free. And the law is, if somebody's a shaymer chinam, he's if it was stolen from him or got lost from him, he's potter. So this guy gave it to the shaymer chinam, and what happened was the ox actually died. Now it died. If it died, the shaymer is actually not held liable. If it died. Now the person brought up a complaint and says, Where's my axe that I gave you to guard? Now he should have said it died, but he didn't say that. He says, You never gave me anything to watch. He said, You gave me to watch, but it was stolen, it was lost. He swore to it. He's exempt from Shuas Bikad. Why? Because if he would have admitted and he would say the story as it is, he would not be obligated to pay. Because he's a Shemachin which doesn't have to pay for, for a dying ox. So he didn't save himself from anything by lying. He wouldn't have to pay if he admitted. So therefore, is that his lying didn't accomplish anything, so therefore he's not liable. However, he is obligated for Shavuot's bitish. Because at the end of the day, he swore falsely. And so to anything similar. Why would he do such a thing? I can't understand. That's what he did. A similar story about a shaymer. Not exactly similar, but a certain idea of a shaymer. 
He shall the next few halachas we're dealing with shimers, shimerim. He shall shayde lechaveiroi. A guy gave a axe to another person on a loan. Now, if somebody loans, somebody borrows an axe, he's always responsible, unless it dies when it's doing the work. Otherwise, he's always responsible. It gets lost, stolen, it's his fault. So he gave it to the guy, and, the, and the, he comes and makes a demand. Where's my axe that you borrowed? In actuality, the axe died. And if it died, the shoyal is chayev. It didn't die during work. It died other time. So the shoyal is really obligated to pay. The, the, the person that borrowed it said an answer. It was stolen. It was lost. Does he save himself from anything? No. He would have to pay in any case. And he swore to that. He's not held liable for Shwarza Bikadin. Why not? Because his denial and his swearing to the false didn't accomplish anything. Because he was obligated to pay if he would have admitted, and he's obligated to pay the way he lied. Any case he has to pay. So what did he gain? Nothing. So therefore he's not held liable for Shwarza Bikadin. In order to be held liable for Shwarza Bikadin, you have to save yourself some money. Because in any case, you'd be obligated to pay no matter what happened. As explained in the halachas, he says, in its place, in its proper place, in Hilchas Chiris. Doesn't matter if it died, stolen, lost, captured. However, he's held liable for, for having a false testimony, false uh, because he swore falsely. So to anything similar, even if he doesn't save himself, he's chayiv and shuas bekad. Zehaklal, this is the this is the rule. This is the general rule. If he does not save himself from pain, unless he lies, unless he swears falsely. Whether he swore on his own decision to swear, whether the plaintiff brought him to swear and he, and, and he and, you know, placed upon him a, a, a oath and, he's, and he denied. Since by, through this swearing falsely, he saved himself money, he is chayev in Shuas HaPikotin. Even though he did not answer Amen as you mentioned yesterday. He didn't even utter the shvua. The other person uttered the shvua. As long as he denied it after that, as we mentioned yesterday, he is held culpable. Somebody stole another person's ox. And now, the plaintiff comes to ask it back. Omale tells him, You stole my ox. Who are you, And he says, "Loiganafti, I didn't steal your ox." So then he, the plaintiff asks him, "Mati So what is it doing in your possession? If you didn't steal it, why is it by you? So this is the Ganev answers, You gave it to me to guard it. Benishba, and he swore to that effect. He is. Chayev, because Shua's Why is he Chayev? 
He admits he has the guy's ox. When the guy wants it back, he'll have to give it back. So what is he gaining? Says the Rambam If he admitted, let's look at the story. If he admitted that he stole it, and in the bottom line, it's still in his property. So what happens tomorrow or later today? If it gets lost after that, he would have to pay. You stole it, you got to pay. Now that he says, you gave it to me to guard, if it gets lost or stolen after that, he says, he's So he saved himself this money. It's, it's a potential. Potential. Look at this. Similar story. He stole the axe, and what he claimed was that I rented it from you. He still held Chayiv. Why? If it's lost or stolen, you would have to pay. Because a soicher, a renter, has to pay even if it gets lost or stolen. But if it became, if, it, if it's Shvura or Misa, if the ox died, he wouldn't have to pay. Also, if he claimed that you gave it to me on loan and he swore, he's still Chayiv Shvurah why? Chayra, his shayl is always chayiv. There's no. There's one case where a shayl is not chayiv. And that is if it died during the work. Like it be explained in the halachas of shayla. Therefore, since he saved himself from that, it's chayiv and shvurz Hashem. Therefore, since any reason to be chayiv because it could cause, it could eventually lead to a situation where he's saving money. Imam Eloi he says, I didn't steal it. You gave it to me as a guarding, to guard it. Or you hired me to guard it. You're paying me to guard it. Or you gave it to me on loan. And not, he doesn't stop by that. He says, This guy comes and says, You stole my ox. He says, You gave it to me to guard here, take it back. And he swears to this effect. He's part of the Shwas. He admitted to the cow, to the ox, he admitted that he owes it, and he, in fact, he even gave it back. And he didn't save himself, he didn't save himself any money by this lying. He only, basically, yeah, he gave it back. Basically, his whole problem was, he was embarrassed to stay, he stole it. So he made up a story to save his face, and he said, that you gave it me the guard, he'd take it back. He tells him, you stole my axes. I didn't steal it. You sold them to me. And I didn't pay you yet. You want? Take the money. Oh, if you don't want, take your ox back. 
Oisham, oh, right. in other words, he's not saving himself anything. Oisham, he tells him out on the side of the Bishcham, you gave it to me as a barter for work that I'm going to do for you. If you want, I'll do the work for you. If you don't want me to do the work for you, take it and go. It's your ox. Oh, I found it wandering in the street. I didn't know whose it was. It's yours. Take it. Now they know it's yours. Take it. It ran after my cow. And here, take it back. And he swore regarding all these different excuses. He would not be held liable for sure to be cotton. He did not save himself any money. He didn't make himself exempt from paying anything. He'll be culpable for taking a shvua, for lying. Because at the end of the day, he lied and he swore falsely. He'll get those malchus. Somebody that was culpable. He was chayiv. He had to pay two partners. He owed it to the, to the partnership. And one of them brought him to court because a boy and he denied to this one individual partner. And he swore to this one partner. Now you might think he's only swearing to one of them. It's a swear to both of them. This that he already swore to one is enough to make him culpable for sure as a pikad. Shari kaf from Mormon because he denied money. This is actually, I, I believe, a machoik is in the Bible in Yashalmi. What happens if both of them came and demanded him to pay and he admitted all of it, he admitted that he owes the money to one of, the, to one of these partners. And to the second one, he says, He says, I didn't borrow money from both of them, I only borrowed money from him. And he swore that he only owes one of the partners money. So in this case, he's part. Why? He didn't save himself any money, he admitted he has to pay the money. He said it's only to this one person. However, he's chayiv for lying, for making a false shvua. So too, if somebody owed money to somebody else and it was documented in a, in a written contract, it was a written promissory note that states that he owes money to so-and-so. So it's all written and recorded in the county clerk. And he tried a hard one. He, he, he tried to deny that one. And he swore falsely he denied it and he swore falsely what we, we come on we, we caught him lying right he's trying to save himself money right Potter why is he Potter says the Rambam because attached to that star is Karka star is backed up if a person doesn't pay back money that he owes with a star Bezna will collect it for the person from his real estate so this is backed up by real estate. By real estate we mentioned yesterday, 
what happens if he denied testimony? He denied a star that was only based on testimony of witnesses. Witnesses signed on the star. Now, this guy, he denied the whole story. Now, there's witnesses, there's no, there's, I'm sorry, there's no star, there's witnesses that saw the story. And he denied this loan that was taken in front of witnesses. And he swore to that effect that it never happened. Chayev b'shvuas apikadon. He is chayev because shvuas apikadon. Why? If the witnesses are here, would he be able to deny? Wouldn't he be able to deny? Right? The witnesses say he would have to pay. So with his witnesses, you think he's not saving any money? Says the Rambam. He saved himself for paying for the meantime, for the interim, till the witnesses come. Even though when the witnesses come, he'll have to pay then. In the long term, his kfira, his denial, will not pay in the long, in the long run. For the short term, meanwhile it pays. So in other words, I'm sorry. In meantime, saving money temporarily is also money. 10%. 15 minutes, yeah? Maybe the witnesses will never come for whatever reason. Or you maybe they'll convoluate this guy, may do some, or maybe they'll botch up their testimony and the testimony will not, will not be verified. Or you possible, maybe they'll find that their Aiden were relatives or had other psal. Therefore, if he denies in the milva that was with Adam, he's also chayav. Established motivation. 